Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WindowNation.com. Ralph Fox, WTOP Traffic. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the 20s and 30s. Tomorrow, looking at mostly sunny skies. And we're going up to the mid-40s. Tuesday, a storm alert that day. Heavy rain, cloudy, windy. Highs in the 50s. It is 459 at WTOP. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And a good evening to you. I'm Mike Marillo. Coming up, two men, one in Maryland and one in Virginia, accused of shooting and killing their wives. The horse racing industry is galloping towards an overhaul. I'm Heather Gustafson. The latest in a series of dog nappings hitting the city. I'm Grace Newton. A young victim of gun violence is immortalized on a D.C. street. I'm Luke Lukert. Political analyst Ken Walsh at 515 on President Biden's first speech of the campaign season. Also, congressional leaders may have a tentative deal and we could see a partial shutdown averted. That story coming up 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Congressional leaders say they have a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown later this month. In a Dear Colleagues letter sent out this afternoon, House Speaker Mike Johnson says the plan includes $886 billion for defense, $704 billion for non-defense spending, $1.6 trillion in all. The agreement speeds up the roughly $20 billion in cuts already agreed to for the IRS. It rescinds about $6 billion in COVID relief funds that had been approved but were not yet spent. Both President Biden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer released statements praising the bipartisan approach. Peter King, CBS News. There are still a lot of questions about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's health, but there are even bigger concerns now over how members of the Biden administration, Congress, and top Pentagon leaders didn't know he was even in the hospital. Former Vice President Mike Pence weighed in on CNN's State of the Union. I wish the Secretary of Defense well and pleased he's making a full recovery, but the handling of this by the Secretary of Defense is totally unacceptable. And I I believe the American people have a right to know about his medical condition. The nation's first presidential nominating process, the Iowa caucus, is next week. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is there and talk to voters. Iowa is like the rest of the country, increasingly concerned about the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. What's the sort of number one, number two issue you're worried about? the border. Immigration. Or the border for sure. With more migrants being sent north and west to big cities, most Americans now oppose providing temporary housing and social services in the areas where they live. Connecticut's clearing out about a foot of snow from its first major storm of the season. Samaya Hernandez is with the state's Department of Transportation. We have more than 700 trucks out, our white and orange plows out, clearing the roads across Connecticut. We were seeing more accumulation in the northern part of our state. Parts of New York got about 14 inches. The FAA has now grounded all Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes as after part of a plane blew off an American, excuse me, after part of a plane blew off of an Alaska Airlines flight. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hammondy. We are very, very fortunate here that this didn't end up in something more tragic. No one was seated 
in 26 A and B. And the Golden Globes are back tonight. The show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Barbie's got the most nods on the movie side. Succession tops TV nominees. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03, Sunday, January 7th, 2023. A partly cloudy night ahead. 48 going down to 33. Good evening to you. I'm Dick Iuliano. Top local stories we're following this hour. A woman was shot to death last night outside a Maryland grocery store, and her estranged husband has been arrested. The the Frederick County Sheriff's Office says 33-year-old Owasu Saki of Walkersville killed 33-year-old Tanisha Butler. The sheriff's office has attracted attract Saki from the scene of the shooting, the giant on Sugarloaf Parkway in Urbana, where Butler was killed just after 11 p.m. He was arrested without incident after deputies say they saw a handgun and rifle in his vehicle. Saki and Butler were in the process of getting a divorce. The sheriff's office says there was a history of protective orders Butler obtained against Saki. Another husband has been arrested for killing his wife yesterday in Dumfries. Prince William County Police say they were called to an area hospital last night. Officers learned a 24-year-old woman with a gunshot wound was brought to the hospital by her husband, who provided detectives with an account of what led to the shooting that occurred in the area of Possum Road and Leonard Street earlier in the day. Desiree Alexandria Bugs later died at the hospital. After learning additional information, detectives arrested 24-year-old Daniel Oko Lawson of Woodbridge. The storied home of the Preakness, Pimlico Racecourse, could be getting a major renovation. Maryland's governor is responding to a report that looks to overhaul horse racing in the state. Governor Westmore said the report represents an important next step for the horse racing industry, which contributes almost $6 million to the state's economy annually. The plan suggests that the state should completely rebuild facilities at Pimlico Racecourse in Baltimore over the next three years. A brand new site dubbed Pimlico Plus. It would take nearly $400 million to complete and have a brand new clubhouse, horse stables, event space, a parking garage, a possible hotel, and more. Governor Moore said in a statement he looks forward to working with the General Assembly and the Maryland Thoroughbred Racetrack Operating Authority to finalize an agreement. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Following two other incidents involving stolen dogs in recent weeks, D.C. police are now investigating the latest in a series of dog nappings. Eight American Bulldog puppies. That's what D.C. police say were in the car stolen from U Street Southeast in Anacostia. The car's owner had a push-to-start vehicle running with the eight dogs inside when they stepped away with the keys. But when they returned, their vehicle along with the eight puppies were gone. Police are still searching for a suspect. This robbery brings the total number of dogs reportedly stolen over the past three weeks in D.C. to at least 10. Last week, police arrested 24-year-old Kyrie Holmes for the robbery of a dog named Mocha in December. Mocha has since been reunited with her owner. And before that, a seven-month-old pit bull named Lola was taken in a burglary on New Year's Eve. Lola has also been reunited with her owner, but police are still searching for a suspect in her taking. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Police have recovered the stolen vehicle, but say the puppies are still missing. 
Nearly four years after his death, the street where an 11-year-old was shot is being named in his honor. Now when you go to Cedar Street in southeast D.C. near High Street, you'll see a block named Davin T. McNeil III Way. It was named after the boy who was shot and killed by a stray bullet on that block. McNeil was gunned down while he was attending an anti-violence cookout on July 4th. His mother, a violence interrupter, was hosting the event. Four men involved in the shooting are now all serving time in prison after pleading guilty to manslaughter charges. Luke Luker, WTOP News. A group of residents in Prince William County's Bristow area is suing to block construction of a data center near their neighborhood. The group has filed a lawsuit against the county and a developer to stop construction of the Devlin Technology Park Data Center Complex. Coming up here on WTOP, following traffic and weather. How about some well-educated guesses about the economic outlook, including recession risks for the year ahead? I'm Mark Hamrick, and I'll have more in my report just ahead. WTOP News Time 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ralph Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. I think we had an earlier concern on the Maryland side of things. University Boulevard between Riggs and New Hampshire. That appears to have resolved itself. It was traffic light short timing is what callers were telling us. And looks like things are back to normal. Just a little delay there, but nothing major. Making your way around the Capitol Beltway, your one delay remains. This is on the outer loop just after the American Legion Bridge. You get pretty heavy there, and then it's actually getting a little better as you approach 123. So if there was something in the roadway, it seems to be resolving itself as we speak. The Capitol Beltway outside of that, everything moving at speed. No reports of anything in the roadway. Taking a look on the Virginia side of things, 95, your minor delay, your only delay, is as you make your way across the Occoquan southbound, northbound, no reported delays. And taking a look at the 14th Street Bridge, an earlier concern out of the road. Things are moving well there. No reported problems on the southeast-southwest freeway. The 295 in the district is actually clearing out pretty nicely. Just some minor stop-and-go traffic as you make your way through. Again, no reports of anything blocking. On the Maryland side, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound. Your first delay is going to start right before 32. It's stop-and-go until you get to 198. Then you're going to be slow again after 197. Just a minor delay as you make your way down towards the Beltway northbound. Your delay starts just after the Beltway. Stop and go till you get to 197. Then you're in good shape there. Points north 50. No reported problems between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. There are warnings, wind warnings in effect on the bridge as they gust up to 30 to 40 miles per hour at this point. In Fort Washington, there was an earlier crash. 210 southbound near Old Fort Road North. That appears to have been taken care of. Also, 32, the westbound ramp to northbound 295, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. This is in Laurel. We had reports of an earlier crash there. The WTOP Traffic Center, furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses, in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. Ralph Fox, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Ralph, and now 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. We're in the calm between storm systems tonight as clear skies will be in the forecast and temperatures fall to the upper 20s to low 30s. And Monday will feature lots of sunshine with highs in the mid-40s. Tuesday brings the arrival of our second storm system this week alone with widespread rain in the forecast, anywhere from 1 to 2 inches possible across our area, which will lead the threat to some flooding. 
On top of the heavy rain, windy conditions in the forecast as well. Anywhere from 30 to 48 mile per hour wind gusts in the forecast. All of this departs just in time for Wednesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. We have 44 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. What do some economists see for 2024? I'm Mark Hamrick with our Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. High levels of uncertainty seem to have become something akin to a way of life. The outlook for the U.S. economy remains uncertain as well, but it has emerged from the past few years averting the often predicted recession. And a new survey of economists by Bankrate finds that the risks remain elevated. Collectively, the economists put the odds of a recession this year at just less than 50-50. Let us remember that expansions and recessions are the two separate inevitable sides of the coin when talking about the evolution of the economy. In the case of a potentially difficult contraction, it involves questions of timing, severity, and duration, among others. If they are close to right, then the job market should cool but avoid a deep freeze this year. The economists look for the nation's unemployment rate to hit 4.3% by the end of the year. Monthly hiring should slow sharply. I'm Mark Hambrick. Coming up here on WTOP, analysis of President Biden's remarks near Valley Forge, his first speech of the campaign season. It's 512. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. $1,000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Ends 2-21-24. New customers with Gigabit Extra Internet, Security Edge, One Voice Mobility Line, and Connection Pro with three-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Coming up, dogs nuzzle their way into our hearts and also provide important work in the schools. More news in 60 seconds. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 514. Thanks for being with us. I'm Dick Uliano. 
President Joe Biden gave his first campaign speech in 2024 near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. And during it, the president took aim at his biggest rival. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. Campaign season is now in full swing. Republicans will begin to caucus in Iowa in just under two weeks, and the president is expected to further ramp up his bid. Ken Walsh, White House and political analyst for U.S. News & World Report, joined our Luke Lukert to tell us the biggest takeaway from President Biden's speech. This was the Joe Biden that many Democrats were hoping would show up eventually. This is the fiery, pugnacious an energetic Joe Biden from years past. And of course, we've had a lot of questions about whether he's up to the job at the age of 81. And the age issue is very prominent. Of course, Donald Trump is 77, the leading Republican candidate. So he's not far away from that 81 number himself. But basically, this is exactly what many Democrats had been hoping that Joe Biden would do. And the Biden campaign did get a little bit of a shock this week. A USA Today poll shows that the president is now lagging behind former President Donald Trump in two major demographics, Hispanic and under 35 voters. How concerning is this for the president? This is very concerning. A number of his key constituencies are fading. Not that this is predictive, but as of right now as a snapshot, it's not a very good position for Biden to be in. And that's why this speech was so important. I think going from here, a lot of Democrats and Biden's own people say he's got to keep this up. And this sort of new Biden will need to focus not just on the insurrection or the riot at the Capitol, which he's very, very fired up about condemning this and Donald Trump's connections to it, but also has to show the country where he will take us, what he will do for people. We've got the Republican primaries beginning in Iowa in just over a week. What can yes. we expect there? Iowa caucuses are January 15th, uh, basically a week away. And former President Trump is still far ahead. But there is some movement in that race. <clears throat> but it's really particularly in New Hampshire, which is the first in the nation primary. And that's January 23rd. So that's a bit later. So there's some movement there. But even with that movement, Trump is a very strong favorite for renomination as the Republican Party candidate. I really, frankly, don't expect that to change. Ken Walsh, White House and political analyst for U.S. News and World Report, speaking with Luke Luker. And now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Two men, one in Maryland and one in Virginia, are accused of shooting and killing their wives. President Biden is facing growing public and partisan pressure over migration. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is receiving some criticism after his hospitalization for complications from a surgery. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter, because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ralph Fox is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Dick giving first word of what may be a crash. This is on River Road in the area 
of Wilson Lane. Watch for police response. Any potential flashing lights or delays through that area. Taking a look at the Capitol Beltway, an earlier concern as you make your way across the American Legion Bridge on the outer loop. That appears to have resolved itself. Traffic is getting back up to speed. And again, we never had any reports of anything specific slowing it down. It just slowed down, and now it's back to where it should be. As you make your way around the rest of the Beltway, no reported problems or anything blocking the Baltimore Washington Parkway. You got a minor delay on the southbound side just before 32. That'll pick up before you get to 198, so nothing major there. On the northbound side, a minor delay just outside of the Beltway that'll clear before 197. Then you're in good stead points north. 95 on the Maryland side between the two beltways. Everything is in good shape there. An earlier problem on 29 has been cleared out. This is just before 32 on the southbound side. Virginia, 95. Your only real delay is going to be right before the Occoquan southbound. Just a minor delay there, and then you're in good shape down towards Fredericksburg northbound. No reported problems there. Taking a look at the 14th Street Bridge. An earlier concern cleared out of the roadway. The 3rd Street Tunnel in good shape as well. No reported problems on the southeast-southwest freeway. The On 50, as you make your way between the Capitol Beltway and the Bay Bridge, no reports of anything blocking. However, once you get to the bridge, again, some high wind notifications, gusting up to 30 to 40 miles an hour. So there is there are wind warnings in effect there. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. Ralph Fox, WTOP Traffic. Straight to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Calm conditions in the forecast tonight as we have temperatures in the forecast in the upper 20s to low 30s by the time you're heading out the door on your Monday morning. And Monday will feature lots of sunshine. And if you like the sunshine, which I know a lot of people do, get outside and enjoy because got another storm system set to arrive by Tuesday. Tuesday will feature lots of rain in the forecast, anywhere from 1 to 2 inches of rain. This is going to fall on some very saturated soils, so some flooding concerns will be in the forecast especially in our creeks, streams, and low water crossings. On top of the heavy rain, windy conditions, northeast winds 10 to 20 miles an hour will gust 30 to 40 miles an hour. We get a brief break heading into Thursday with sunshine before a third storm system arrives by Friday, bringing more rain and wind and mountain snow. I'm 7 News Meet Officer Marpena, the First Alert Weather Center. We have 44 outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, the story of a few dogs that do amazing work in the schools. It's 521. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
CarsForKids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to CarsForKids.org today. 877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. This is WTOP News. It's 523. They're not like a typical high school counselor. These therapists show up ready to offer comfort, lend an ear, and they may look for some treats while they're at it. Hershey, Robbie, and Ashley generated smiles and got some hugs almost as soon as they entered Seneca Valley High School in Germantown during lunch. The three therapy dogs make regular appearances with their handlers, explained ESOL resource teacher Lisa Sprain, who also handles one of the dogs, Robbie. We get comments like, oh, you made my day, and now I feel better, and now I can go deal with my next class. And just then, Seneca Valley student Maimuna Yelly rushed to give one of the dogs a hug. The school day gets better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. School Tell day gets better. I don't know. It just feels like a, a better environment. And the school system has seen more requests for their visits since the pandemic. The three visit county schools as part of an arrangement with PAL, People Animals Love, a D.C.-based group. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The Mediterranean diet wins the top slot in the category of best diet overall, according to the yearly ranking by U.S. News & World Report. It's the seventh year it's won this title. The Mediterranean diet focuses plant-based foods, extra virgin olive oil, and small portions of lean poultry and plenty of seafood. There's no way to eat a Mediterranean diet. The term describes eating habits of countries around the Mediterranean Sea and include Greece, Italy, Morocco, Turkey, and Spain. Hollywood's award season kicks off tonight with the Golden Globes. Chef Nobu Matsuhisa and his team of 25 experienced chefs are preparing to serve some of the biggest names in Hollywood. This is like a Golden Globe, the biggest event in Los Angeles. He gave a sneak peek of the planned dinner menu, including salmon tartare, sashimi salad, and his signature dish, black cod miso. Celebrities attending will be treated to a swag bag set to be worth a half million dollars, the most expensive in the award show's history. The goodies include a trip to some of the best hotels, high-end sneakers, and a session with a celebrity tattoo artist. Sports at 25 and 55. All right, let's see how the commanders are doing. Here's Rob Woodford. Well, Dick, they're playing YOLO ball over at FedEx Field YOLO. today. Yeah, and uh, wouldn't you know it, it's kind of working. George Wallace is live in Landover with the latest. All right, Rob. Yeah, the uh, commanders with a 10-7 lead here as uh, Eric Bianmi kind of emptying the playbook here on offense. Deami Brown has thrown a pass. Sam House caught a pass. Logan Thomas lined up under center quickly. And uh, Washington leads it 10-7. Hal, 10-14, of does have a touchdown pass to Brian Robinson Jr. in this one. They also have blocked a field goal, which set up the touchdown. Dak Prescott has a TD and an interception in this game. Cowboys need to win to win the NFC East. If Washington loses, it secures the second overall pick. The other uh, thing we're watching here today, Rob, Terry McLaurin. 30 yards now away from 1,000 on the season. 10-7.